Hi, I'm Dr. Zahari. And I'm Dr. Woosley. And we are Two Moody Moody Doctors. You mean like if I was to use it as a weapon? Okay. I don't think I could bring myself to use anything as a weapon. But for like for what purpose? To <laughs> like to cause them? <laughs> Maybe I should turn the recording off. <laughs> are you are you joking? Yeah. Okay. Um. But we can still, I, I like a, a lot of that question. <laughs> uh, applications, I'm not sure about that. I saw just damage. What's an instrument you can do a lot of damage with? I, I, because I'm from piano therapy, people send me these things because they hate me, I guess. Um, I saw something once, it was somebody made a horror film, like a short film, where someone was playing piano and the strings had been too old and gotten too much oil on them and were like thinned out, so they snapped, but they snapped with such pressure that it decapitated the piano player. <laughs> Might have terrified me for a few years after that. <laughs> that won't, like that won't happen while your parents have piano, especially piano folks, so <laughs> But, watch out. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's got a lot of pressure there, but it pops it just like, yeah. it just pops and stays there. That could be true. Okay. But that would be the way to go, like, in concert, hit your final chord, like, rock on off, boom. That's it. Be a night to remember. But then, well, you won't remember. Yeah. yeah. Um, necessarily. You can do a lot of damage. I'm an organist. The organ can be pretty damaging. Like in a great way, you can ruin an audience. You can ruin their hearing. Um, Is that gonna happen on Sunday? In a great way. Is it possible? I, I had dreams. Maybe not. I, don't know. I had dreams that uh, where I, I um, thought it would be really cool. Let's say that uh, if we could figure out ways to do pyrotechnics. So. Flames, yeah, but also confetti cannons in specific pipes, so that certain keys trigger. Yeah, yeah. It is possible, based. I mean, just based on the pure physics of the instrument. Well, especially if you could use key like dedicated to keys that you didn't actually need in the piece, because you could clog them up. And you got multiple manuals, so if I don't need F sharp four on swell manual, okay, great. In case you in case you don't know the amount of like pipes that you see, that's not all the pipes that exist in the organ. Like how many how many pipes does an organ in the concert hall have? This one has five thousand two hundred and eighty six. So we can dedicate ten of them to fire and it's a grant worth writing. Someone will fund it, I assure you, just so they can say, yeah, we saw it. I don't know, I mean I I think a bassoon could be damaging if you had a run and go and yeah. went for someone's knees. <laughs> like Tanya Harding or something. You don't know Tanya Harding, do you? That was, that was oh, like, you do? Okay. That was early 90s, wasn't it? 
I don't know. That was a disaster. Don't. I, that was not a, a dig on bassoons, by the way. I just think it, it's like a gigantic baseball bat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they could get injured and, I mean, broken bones and tetanus in one swing. <laughs> well playing music. There you are. Don't do it. <laughs> That's the answer to your question. You're going to have to put a tag at the bottom of this podcast. We do not condone violence. No, we don't. Usually. We addressed that already. <laughs> Give me that. Given your clearly quite avid coffee drinkers, one would assume that your tea wouldn't look as good as they do. So, is there, because coffee tends to stain the tea pretty often, so is there anything that you do specifically to prevent that, or does it just kind of happen? So to recap for the recording purposes, it's despite drinking lots of coffee, our teeth supposedly don't look like the coffee. So how does that happen. Let me see your teeth. <laughs> 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 yeah. They're good. I spent a lot of time on my teeth. Um, including semi metal. I had like 12 teeth pulled when I was a kid. It's oh, great. Oh, oh, yeah, some of the braces. I, still, I, have a, I have a permanent retainer on the bottom half that's literally like cemented to my teeth. So they're not going anywhere. Wow. Yeah. Um, I only swallowed it twice. <laughs> that's why cement? I uh, the retainer. <laughs> That's why it's now cemented to every single tooth. Uh, it's not going anywhere. I do. I mean, I use whitening products, and when I have my um, annual dental, um, you know, the cleaning, I always do the whitening things. Then I don't do any of that. Well, I mean, I go to the dentist, like, that's, I brush twice a day, and I, I drink lots of water, too, so that helps counter some of it, I think. It's naturally blessed. I suppose. That was very kind of you. I, I don't know about that. Yeah, I haven't really thought about it. Mm -mm. I think um, sodas stain your teeth faster than coffee does, from what I've heard, if anybody's trying to choose between the two of them. That has to do with the greater level of acidity, as I understand, and the different yeah. kinds of acid. Um, yeah, I, I do drink a lot of coffee. I know what that's do. I, my teeth probably would be a lot wider if I did not drink as much as I would. If they get too white, they just seem fake. I don't care if they fall out, I'm not quitting coffee. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm always slightly disturbed if I watch a movie or something which is like twice a year. And it's somebody who's like shot on an island or whatever, where there's from some like, you know, in the middle of nowhere tribe, and suddenly they have these like sparkly white teeth. It's just like, dude, no, no, mm -mm, come on. Whole thing doesn't. Yeah, okay, cool. Hmm. Sure. Oh, Ashley, what you got? Dr. Sahari, your sweater looks very comfortable. Where do you get it? Oh, that's good. Um, it is comfy, thank you. Um, <laughs> This is from H&M. Oh, yeah. Most of my clothing comes from H&M. I'm a very big supporter. Um, they're a very earth-conscious company, very people-conscious company. Um, and if you all don't know this, uh, 
they, you can take um, clothes either that you have purchased from them previously or other, any other clothing, you can recycle. They will recycle all of the clothing for you so that the fabric doesn't just end up in a landfill. Um, and uh, you will get a, um, like a credit store credit mm -hmm. toward whatever it is you're about to purchase. And the clothing is already pretty affordable. Um, a lot of it, that's one of the things that boosted the company so early on. Is it Beijing and, um, here in town? No, uh, it's in, uh, it's at the um, Galleria. Oh, from Birmingham. Is that Hoover? Yeah, it's Hoover Tech. Hoover. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, We're away from fish. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, it is comfy. We, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna summarize a couple of these questions for time's sake. We got one question somebody was asking about um, dating in college and significant other stuff. Not to dodge the question because we actually didn't. We hit on that pretty heavy in one of the earlier podcast sessions last semester. Um, so this is your question. I'm gonna point you there if you don't mind. Uh, oh, did we date in college? Like, it just. <laughs> We didn't know each other in college. We're not undergrad college. Um, you were like four when I was in college. <laughs> I think because uh, you graduated college in one. Oh, okay. So I was so sad. So I think it's just it's a question about navigating relationships in, in college, basically. Okay. When each of you met your significant other, was it during, before, or after college? Much after. Mine was different, but not at college. Yeah, there are some twists in there. We can come back to that too, though, another time. But, that's true. Um, yeah, those are great questions. For me, my current significant other, we, we met way after college. The significant others I had in college, it turns out, in hindsight, I, we don't need to go down this road, but just, um, I, I realized uh, not until quite a while later. I was not at all, and I, we did talk about this in the podcast, um, I was not at all equipped or prepared to have a healthy, significant other relationship. Yeah, that's hard to accomplish. I was so, I had so much work that I needed to do. I don't know if you all, some of you may be phenomenal at significant other relationships. You probably were. Me? I, I think Julie was just really patient. <laughs> Yes, I don't know. You're such an awful person. You're like the nicest person I know. <laughs> but that nice I mean, doesn't I mean, like, mean like, for a relationship. Right, right, yeah. And I mean, you're, you're still growing and developing in college, especially not to like compare people, but especially guys in the room, like technically to go psychologist on it, your brain develops until you're about 25 to full maturity, so. I just, I, I just wasn't ready. Yeah, yeah. Um, so some are, some are, but I, the, the, the takeaway I think from that is, if you're in a relationship and it's going great, fantastic. If not, don't stress it, right? You don't have to worry like, I have to find somebody before I graduate or I'm gonna be alone for the rest of my life. That's far from true, you know? Do you know, after that podcast, um, someone, a student asked me, um, I don't know that I'm less in confidence, but I will, uh, I'll maintain the confidence anyway, asked me if, um, uh, if it's because I did not Enough. Hmm. I um, not that I did not invest in energy, but with 
data round kind of a thing? Yeah. And um, not just data round, but was it just one person in the, in the four years of the grad? Yeah, I see. I see. Um, that wasn't, I mean, no. Yeah. There's no one way to. There, there were. Yeah, there's no one system anyway. A lot. I only dated one person before I met my wife. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was too shy to date anybody in undergrad. Like, I'm a totally different person than I think. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Cool. What's the last? What's this one? If you could be any animal, which would you choose? Which animal do you think you would actually be? Oh, if I happen, if I arrive on her. Um, I. Do you already have an answer? I kind of think they should answer for us, but. Ooh. Okay, I'll start. So for the first, we'll we can answer this one. That means the second time. I already know. Okay, so. Okay, so first question is: If we could be any animal, which would we choose? And then they choose what we And then it says also, which animal do you think this is actually going to be hurtful, I think. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this is just which would you choose, not necessarily based off of what, you know, the whole personality, or just which would you like to be? I think I would like to be an elephant. I love okay. elephants. They're so... No, it's not a real tie. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I do appreciate that our animals and elephants, they, they are just such, I mean, I, I'm a hardcore animal rights activist, so it's going to be tough for me to choose one, but I do love elephants. Your turn. <laughs> I'm not going to take the easy way out and say I would turn to a dog, because I just, I just like dogs. I'm not like animals, so it's, um, maybe. Maybe a red panda. Ooh. Because they like to, I don't know, they just seem like they have a good time all the time. And they're really fluffy. I've always liked red pandas. Fluffy? Yeah. They're really red. They're kind of like a brown orange okay. fish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they don't look anything like pandas. Maybe a little in the face. <clears throat> all right. They're more like if you could take like a fox. And blow dry it for a couple weeks. That's basically right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're like, smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, enough. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So, what is what would Doctor Woosley actually be if he incarnated as an animal? Bring it on. Mm -hmm. We were talking, and we said that you'd be a golden retriever. A golden retriever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Okay. I was thinking like a dolphin. You know, they're really happy and friendly. Okay. So. That's good. <laughs> and uh, what was that? What was that? What was that person that used to make notebook covers? Like Lisa. Lisa Frank. Yeah, yeah. That's what I. When I think of dolphins, I think of her artwork. I don't know why. I assume she was fine most of her life. She probably was. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. She had a very successful. I didn't mean that. <laughs> it's okay. If, it doesn't matter. She had beautiful trapper keepers. I don't know what those are. Do you know what a trapper keeper is? Yes. Go Google it later. Yeah. You, well, it was an 80s thing. Yeah. Okay, what animal right. am I? Would I actually be? JP, what you got? A penguin? A penguin? Just because of the way I'm dressed? <laughs> <laughs> penguins are pretty cool. I do like penguins. Have you seen how they get around on the ice sometimes? 
Just like their stomachs? Yeah. That's the way I would have to get the rope around. <laughs> I can't skate. So it's a penguin? Is that the final verdict? Any other? Uh-oh. -uh. Okay. He would be a unicorn. Oh. Yeah. How sweet. Okay, do unicorns fly? Okay. I think unicorns can do whatever they want. Typically. I'll take it. I, I thank you. Yes. I also see like a giraffe. Do you know what? You are now maybe the seventh or eighth person in my life to tell me I remind them of a giraffe. My <laughs> the posture, the strangely long neck, my leaning forward. My very first long-time partner told me that I looked like... Why would you say this? And why was I okay with it? He said I looked like a really clumsy giraffe with osteoporosis. <laughs> In fairness, he had the personality of a cold sore. <laughs> The intellect of a turd. <laughs> or maybe a... I, but I also, I mean, I, I love giraffes. I love all of those. I love all of those. Unicorn, giraffe. I'd like to be able to fly. And penguin. Penguins don't fly. Right? No. None of them. If there is one breed, I think that can actually be. Is that it? Is that where we're cutting my... Okay. If you have a topic, idea, or question that you would like for us to discuss, feel free to reach out to us. You can do so by email at twomoodydoctors at gmail.com or through my website, which is kevinwoosley.com slash two-moody-doctors. That's W-O-O-S-L-E-Y. Uh, and you can even submit anonymously there if you so choose. We would love to hear from you, and we would love to dive into the topics you send our way. See you next time, folks.